0: Father, I thank you for the righteousness that you have bestowed upon us for your name's sake. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, you are worthy of our praise. Your name is beautiful. Your name is high and lifted up. You are the truth, you are the way, and you are the life. You are our daily bread. You are our everything. You are the one thing, the one thing that we desire most of all. Father, I thank you that each one of us here today will lay down the day. And Father, I thank you that we are all in a state of surrenderedness. We surrender all of us for all of you this evening. We separate everything that concerns us, and we have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying tonight. We have eyes that see into the spirit realm, so we know the direction that we are to go. The words of our mouth that we speak tonight will be the words of life. They will be the Lord's words of liberty. They will be the words of freedom. They will be the words that the father has spoken to the son and the son who is the spoken word has spoken them to Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit will speak them to each one of us here. Father, I thank you that we're not looking for a show tonight. We're only looking for you. We're only looking for you. And I thank you that in this time of worship right now, right here, this moment, this, this moment in today, this now moment, Father, that everyone's heart is turned towards heaven. Everyone can hear from heaven tonight. Father, we thank you. <laughs> we thank you. We give you all the praise and all the glory. For everything that you're going to do here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for the privilege of having a prayer meeting. A prayer meeting that we don't have to hide in caves to pray to you. We can come boldly into this building into our homes, into our streets, to our neighbors, and we can speak with freedom the word of God. We can walk around our neighborhoods and speak the name of Jesus over every household in that neighborhood. Because, Father, I sense in this day and age that you are taking the neighborhoods. You are bringing everything into community. And in doing that, Lord, you are bringing everything into unity. Because you are a God of unity. You are the three in one. You are the deity. You are the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And every moment of every day in our time frame, because I know your time frame is timeless, You are always in agreement, always in agreement, in agreement for each one of us. You are in agreement for the lost, that they would come and be found. You are in agreement that all of them, the prodigals that are out there, will come Home, and that each one of us, fathers and mothers, see them from afar off. We envision them to come into the household, to re- be restored in everything that they are lacking. Father, I thank you for your mercy and your grace. I thank you, Father, for the word of God that gives us life, that brings us to a place. That we can fall on our face and worship the one true God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise your name, Lord. Father, we lift these prayer requests to you right now. We thank you, Father, that you are dividing the soul and the spirit in a lot of areas on here. You are causing these that have need to seek first the kingdom of God, that everything then can be added unto them. Father, we thank you for provision. We thank you for healing. We thank you, Father. We thank you for what Jesus did, the wounds that he bore, the stripes on his back, the 39 stripes that he bore that we could have complete and total wholeness, complete and total healing. And where healing is lacking in bodies tonight, we speak life. We speak life. We speak health. We speak life into those people, Lord. Father, we thank you where those have wandered off, that they can hear you whistling after them. Father, I know that you speak to all of us. I don't know how you do it, but I know you do it. You speak to all of us all the time. And Father, I thank you that you are speaking and whistling after those who are lost. I thank you that you, Father God, are drawing them unto Jesus. Thank you for the laborers, Father that are in the paths of these that you are drawing to Jesus, that they too would lead them to Jesus. And Jesus, I thank you that as they come to you, you receive them and then you give them back to the Father. You're so good, Lord. You thought of everything at the foundation of the earth, the foundation of the world. You even slain your Son before the foundation of the world was formed. You knew everything. You know the beginning from the end. You are the Alpha and Omega. You are our friend. And you are constantly bringing us into a place to recognize you, to know that we walk with you, to know that we are never alone. Father, I thank you for provisions and businesses. I thank you, Father, that We all know how to speak prophetically over businesses. Praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. (laughs) Praise you, praise you, praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Father, we ask for the peace of Jerusalem. You said to pray for Jerusalem. So, Father, we pray peace over Jerusalem. We pray your protection over Jerusalem. We pray, Father, that Jerusalem will stand forever and ever. And we thank you for the new Jerusalem, the one that will come. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing in Israel. And, Father, we lift up the upcoming trip to Israel. We thank you that there is a hedge of protection over every person on this trip. We thank you, Father, that there is provision for everything that is needed for this trip, and we cover it in the blood of Jesus. We cover everybody with the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father, that you will keep them safe. You will give them all sweet sleep as they travel across this land and walk in the pathways of Jerusalem. And, Father, I thank you that everywhere they go, that they encounter you in a way that they have not encountered you before. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praise your name, Jesus. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy to be praised. We give you glory and honor. We pray for this wonderful nation, Father. This nation that is one nation under God. Under God. Not under anything other than God Almighty. The founding fathers came over here and said, we want a nation where we can worship the Lord and worship him freely. And they didn't make that a religion. They made it a freedom that all who come in could worship their God. But we know, Father, as we stand here tonight, that there is one God. There is one God. There is one God under which all things will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Father, we pray for all of those in authority. We pray for our president. We pray for all of these legislators and these Senate people, Lord. We thank you that truth, truth, we call forth truth in this nation. Truth to be revealed, truth to be honored, truth to be, perf- to, to be respected, we call forth your truth. Your truth, Father. Father, I thank you for all those people that are walking around Washington DC, that are praying around the Congress, that are walking around the White House, that are praying in tongues, walking around that White House, Father, that the Spirit of the Living God is walking around that White House in every person that has been called there, that is stationed there to pray as God would have them to pray. Father, I thank you for the multitude of salvations that are taking place as these people are praying for the presence of God, for the will of God, for the purpose and the plans of God, including our president, Lord. He's praying for your purpose to take place in this country. Father, I ask that you strengthen all of those people that are in government, Father, that are doing the will of the Lord. I ask that you give them strength to endure what is happening Father, we just, we just thank you for what you're doing. We thank you that you will keep doing it because you are about doing good. You are about revealing light. And we thank you, Father, that the light of God, the word of God, reveals all those things that are hidden in darkness and causes them to be brought out that truth may once again and still prevail in every situation. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Father, we lift up the youth that are downstairs tonight. We thank you, Father, that they too are encountering you in a new way. In a way that would keep them fixed and stayed on you all the days of their life. As those that are here, Father, have a desire to know you. And Father, I thank you that you encounter them. I thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in this church. And I thank you for what you're doing in churches all across the land. That even in the churches, your truth would prevail. Your truth would prevail. Your righteousness. The fear of the Lord. Father, we want revival. We want the spirit of repentance which comes before revival. Father, I thank you. That we seek your face in every situation, no matter what it is. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. I have... um, been asked to read a prophecy. This is a prophecy that um, I gave to Pastor Jason back in February of 2019. And it is a prophecy that in my own personal prayer time and pastor Jason has said that he too has been praying this and he's going to read it on Sunday and i said well would you mind if i read it tonight because like uncle paul said i am delivered from repetition from 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 doing things just one time cuz i think we need to keep hearing and keep hearing and keep hearing and keep hearing, and keep hearing. So that it gets in our spirit. Now, this, this prophetic um, declaration is done by Lana Vonser. Her Her last name is spelled V-A-W-S-E-R. She's located in Australia. But she said, I heard the Lord thundering. Now, how many know? I don't know if y'all realize how much thunder we've had as of late lots and lots of thunder, thunder. And I know when I was little, I used to say, grandma, what's happening when it's thundering? She said, that's God. He's making declarations over the world. I was like, whoa, that's scary. So now needless to say, every time I hear thunder, it's like, what are you saying, Lord? (laughs) I want to know. So provision is coming from every direction. That's the title of this prophetic word. Provision is coming from every direction. She says, I had a vision where I saw lots of things coming at many in the body of Christ. Many directions. I saw many in the body of Christ feeling like they were juggling so much right now with issues and things happening in different areas. There was a discouragement that was attempting to take hold And the words, not again, were resounding so loud. But louder than those words that were resounding were the words that God was thundering. He was thundering over his people. Provision is coming from every direction. I, I had another piece of paper that I'm going to read if I can find it. If not, I'll get it online. Anyway, provision is coming from every direction. From every direction. Are you hearing that? Every direction. Not just from the left. Not just from the right. Not just from the north and the south and the east and the west. It's coming from every direction. Which means doesn't matter which way you turn. Provision is coming. Suddenly, I saw a lightning strike out of heaven that entered many lives. And as I heard the crackling of the lightning hit the ground, I heard the Lord thunder, divine alignment. Divine alignment. It was like in an instant the breaker was released and everything responded to his voice. Everything responded to his decree and suddenly, everybody say suddenly, suddenly Suddenly, all those areas that many of God's people were juggling and feel coming against them in many directions, suddenly... They came into alignment. They came into alignment with his word and his promises. Hallelujah. That shouting ground right there. I saw finances suddenly coming into alignment with the promises of God. I saw relationships and marriages suddenly coming into alignment with the promises of God. Suddenly opportunities opening up. Suddenly f- doors flying open. And suddenly of God was coming in many areas and many words. Then suddenly the word thundered around me, provision provision. The Lord is releasing heaven's provision, but it's not just coming in one area. It's coming in many areas and it's coming all at once. Watch and see how heaven's provision is going to continue to pour into your life in radical acceleration as things suddenly line up. This is the Kairos season where God is moving in power, and the sudden alignment of God will be visible in the provision he is releasing. I have had a few dreams over the last few weeks where I have seen thousands upon thousands of camels entering the body of Christ, and they are coming carrying provision. <laughs> They are coming with the provision of heaven, especially in the areas that the enemy is trying to steal, kill, and destroy. If you don't know where that address is, it's John 10.10. Floored by provision. I don't know about you, but I can honestly say, I don't think I've really ever been floored, floored by provision. I mean, I've had a lot of blessings in my life. We are about to be floored by provision. The words resonated so loudly around me. You will be floored by provision. The demonstration of the Lord's power bringing provi- provision from every direction is going to leave you floored. You are going to understand more clearly than ever why the enemy has fought you so hard in so many areas because of the incredible tidal wave of provision from every direction for every direction that is coming into your life. It has already begun. But there is a major tipping point That it's going to be released in and through your life like never before. For the destiny steps and moments upon your life. The nexus point moments that God is releasing you into. You are going to be left in wide-eyed wonder at the provision of God. This isn't just little bits of provision here and there. The Lord spoke to me and said this is life changing provision. This is the type of prov- the type of provision I am now releasing nothing and no one will remain the same. It changes everything. His word continued to thunder over me. It's bigger than you think. It's bigger than you think. And I believe Uncle Paul said to Pastor Jason, you're thinking too small. You're thinking too small. There's a lot of us. that (laughs) I've heard the Lord say this to me. It's like, if you can do it your own self, it's not me. You've got to start thinking bigger. Bigger than your own self. I know that's probably not proper English, but it works for me. This is why the scripture says things never discovered or heard of before things beyond our ability to imagine things, these things are the many things God has in store for all his lovers that comes from first Corinthians two, nine, the passion translation, things, which the eye has not seen and ear has not heard, and which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love him, who hold him in affectionate reverence, who obey him, and who gratefully recognize the benefits that he has bestowed. Those are the things that are coming for you today that are coming to you now. Now, um, that was 1 Corinthians 2, 9 in the Amplified. The breaker, it was like in an instant, the breaker was released and everything responded to his voice. We're, we're talking about your words. His voice. We've got to be speaking, and I brought this up at Women to Women. I brought it up at prayer for probably the last month. We've been talking about it. This new season that we're in, and this next prophecy that I'm going to read, was September 24th, 2019. And it goes right along with this one, and I'm pretty sure that Pastor Jason will want it. Because this Jewish, the Jewish calendar, the Hebrew calendar, just started on October 1st. This is Rosh Hashanah. And one of the things I've been noticing in my prayer time that I keep hearing continuously is that we are in an accelerated time. We are in an accelerated time. Now, what does that mean in English? That means that we have got to be speaking the right words because when we speak them, When we hear from heaven, when we speak them as the words that Jesus has spoken to Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit speaks them to us, and then that sets the angels in motion. That sets our angels in motion. Because the God of the angel armies has said, You declare, you say to the mountain, move, get up, be gone in Jesus' name. Now, yesterday when we were praying... I said, Lord, we have walls that need to be broken down, not knowing that I was going to read this again, because there are a lot of walls that we have that keep us from going all the way in Christ that we want to go. What are those walls? We have got to be in alignment. You have got to believe that there is one true God. Now, was it Two or three weeks ago when I taught, I taught. What do you believe? What do you believe about Jesus? Do you really believe that Jesus is the healer? I can assure you that Gail really believes that Jesus is the healer. I can assure you that Elmer really believes that Jesus is the healer. I can assure you that Barb believes Jesus is the healer. She was healed of sciatic nerves. I know my uncle Paul believes that Jesus is the healer because he's been healed of heart disease. I know. What do you believe? You have got to believe your belief system has got to be in alignment with what the word of God says. If you are thinking anything, you need to hold it to the standard of the word. It is the standard of the word of God and you speaking it that brings things into alignment. I don't know how many years ago we went up to New York and listened to Patsy Kameni. And Patsy made the comment. She said, just go about saying over the people that are lost and over something that you need to happen in your life. Say, come Lord Jesus into that situation. She said, every time you say, come Lord Jesus, everything pertaining to that situation has to spring into alignment. Everything, everything, our belief system, our understanding we are in a now season. This 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 season I hate to say just October but cuz I know it's going to be bigger than October. But this season of acceleration and provision we are going to get out of debt quicker than we ever got out of debt. You need to ask the Lord. We don't know where the money's going to come from, but we do know that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. How we get it is totally up to him. But he's going to bring it. Because he is our provision. He is our everything. He is the promises. He is my inheritance. That is my inheritance. The Trinity, the deity, is my inheritance. I was reading the other day and it said, I am his inheritance. He delights in each one of us. That is one thing we have to believe. He delights in each one of us. He desires to bring everything we need to us because he's already given it to us. You know, I mean, I've been around some people that were praying in there, and it's like, Lord, it sounds like they just want you to come back down here and do something for them. It's like, "Uh, no, that's not going to happen. He, wa- he has given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. He is the one. I woke up thurs- last Thursday morning, 3.30. I think the Lord gets up at 3.30. <laughs> but he doesn't ever sleep, so that must be the time in my brain that I am the quietest that he can talk to me and I can hear clearly. But at 3.30 in the morning, I woke up, and all I kept hearing over and over was the one, the one, the one, the one. And I didn't just, i mean, like I'm saying it to you, the one, the one, the one. I'm like, okay, Lord, what exactly does that mean? So, the one, If I would have given Rich the scriptures <laughs> to put on the screen, this is the scripture that it would have been. It would have been Romans eight thirty six, out of the Passion. And it says, And because God is the source and sustainer of everything, everything finds fulfillment in him. May all praise and honor be given to him forever and ever. And I went back over that and I said, God is the one source, the sustainer of everything. Everything. He is the sustainer of my finances. He is the sustainer of my health. He is the sustainer. Of anything that concerns me. Relationships that are amiss. He is the sustainer of everything. He is the one. There is one father. There is one son. There is one Holy Spirit. One third of the Godhead dwells in you. And rests upon you. One third of the Godhead is in you for you one-third of the Godhead comes upon you for everybody else. That just makes me happy. (laughs) I'm not doing this of myself. I memorized Psalms 23 when I was really, really young in the basement of a church. I'm thinking it was on Sassafras Street, not real sure no it wasn't 41st of washington i know it was it was way before 41st of washington but it was in the basement of this church i'm almost sure it was on sassafras somewhere glad tidings is that the one that was there okay so anyway when i memorized it and here you know it says he restores me to righteousness for his name's sake i get his righteousness I get it. I get his righteousness. But it's not for me, it's for his name's sake. He gives me his righteousness so it will bring him glory. When we declare provision comes, don't know how provision comes. Provision comes to meet every need that we have because God says, I have given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. Everything that you need, he has given you. It's in you. Your job is to seek it out. Your job is to find out, because I just said this to the Lord the other day. I said, this situation is not working out how I thought it needed to be working out. So obviously, I'm the one that's thinking wrong. I need your thoughts on this situation so that I can get my angels to be doing what they need to do to break down things that need to be broken down, that the spirit of the living God can come in like a flood. And I'm resisting the devil in every area and he's leaving. That's what this is all about. So I wrote this down. There is only one who is all. And today, you are the one. I am the one he seeks to delight himself in. Every morning when you wake up, the Lord God delights himself in you. He smiles upon you when your eyes open up. He is the one. You are his one. And together, you are As one. As one. It is a goal. That we all need to have. That we would live and move. And have our being in the spirit. Many many years ago. I was teaching on a Wednesday night. And I asked this question. I said did Jesus ever have lack. And naturally all good Christians go no. Jesus never had lack. But he did. He had lack. The key to being in him, and he was always in the Father. The dove was always on his shoulder. When lack came, he didn't get hoochie-coochie about it. He just said, hey, Peter, I need you to go over and catch that fish, because in that fish's mouth is everything you need. Now, I don't know about you, but that's pretty unconventional in my world. So... If the Lord tells you to go for a walk and you need 20 bucks, you just never know. You may find 20 bucks laying in a flower. You just don't know. One of the things I'm learning to do is to trust the Lord in the things that are unconventional. (laughs) Because sometimes you got to let go of your thinking to allow him to move in everything. And the more you do that, the more mysteries will be revealed to you. Now I'm going to read you this one. Some, this, is just, this, this just lit me on fire when I read this. Some of the greatest alignments of your life are going to take place at Rosh Hashanah. Entering into 5780 and beyond... The Lord has been speaking so much about alignment in this last year. As I have positioned myself before the Lord as we lead up to Rosh Hashanah and entering into 5780, I heard the Holy Spirit whisper. There is an acceleration of alignment that will take place at Rosh Hashanah and in the entering into of 5 1,780. As I continued to lean into his heart, these words thundered around me. Some of the greatest alignments of your life are going to take place at Rosh Hashanah. And in the entering into 5780, Deuteronomy 1,11 then resounded all around me. May the Lord, the God of your fathers, add to you a thousand times as many as you are and bless you just as he has promised you. If you don't believe in the promises of God, I don't know, like Uncle says, kick yourself in your little hickamoshai and start believing what the word says. There is a mighty acceleration of the Lord's hand, this Rosh Hashanah, to bring significant alignment and new alignments so that you can run empowered by the Holy Spirit in the next phase of your journey that God has for you. The Lord showed me glimpses of the magnitude of 2020 and the Hebraic year 5780. And what he kept repeating was, It is bigger than you realize. It's bigger than you can imagine. What I am going to do is so completely new that require new alignments and alignments in order to carry what I am going to release. Things that have been out of order are going to come into order. The Lord is going to powerfully reveal misalignments. And the hand of the Lord will correct them to bring forth right and new alignments that will form a greater strength, fortification, and grace upon the people of God to step into all that he has for them. Don't fight the alignments and new alignments. I saw the hand of the Lord rearranging things. I saw him removing old strategies and replacing them with new strategies. I saw the voice of God heralding and calling people out of old alignments and into new alignments. I saw the voice of God of the Lord calling people out of geographical locations into new geographical locations. I saw the Lord calling people out of what they had previously walked in to step out into new ventures, territories, and assignments. 5780 is going to look different for many. 2020 is not going to look as 2019 has. The Lord is doing major overhauls, It doesn't mean what was done or has been done in 2019 was bad or wrong. We are just crossing over into some of the greatest alignments by the hand of the Lord that we have ever seen, and it requires new alignments, new pathways, and new strategies. I heard the Holy Spirit whisper, "'Don't fight the alignments.'" And the new alignments that I lead you into. In the unexpected realignments, even the moments where it may not make sense or you don't understand, don't fight the realignment. The transition can be bumpy, but there is great joy awaiting you in these new alignments. Allow the hand of the Lord to do what He needs to do because He is preparing you for demonstrations of the greatest alignment and increase that you have ever seen before. I hear the Lord saying, I will stay close to you, instructing and guiding you along the pathway for your life. I will advise you along the way and lead you forth with my eyes as your guide. Don't make it difficult. Don't be stubborn. When I take you where you've not been before, don't make me tug you or pull you along. Just come with me. Clear skies ahead. I heard the word, clear skies ahead. Many have been in some of the most tumultuous storms this year, and it has been intense on every side. But there is an ending to the storm that is about to take place. The storm is about to pass. Isaiah 60, verse 5, resounded loudly in the spirit around me. Then you shall see and be radiant "'Your heart shall thrill and exult "'because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. "'The wealth of the nations shall come to you.'" English Standard Version. "'There is tremendous joy that will be found "'in the acceleration of alignment "'that is about to take place over Rosh Hashanah and beyond. "'There is not only an increase in many ways "'that is going to take place.'" the Lord spoke to me that there is going to be a major increase of provision for his new visions in 5780. There is going to be a major wealth transfer that are going to take place where the wealth of the world will be handed to many in the body of Christ on un unprecedented levels to extend the kingdom of God and see the gospel extended throughout the earth the Lord is going to move the hearts of those who don't even know Jesus yet to financially give into the kingdom of God to see the gospel extended the Lord showed me to expect the unexpected When it comes to provision in 5780, God is going to extend the vision and give visions that are so much bigger than you have ever carried, and it will be impossible for you to fulfill without miraculous provision. God is going to organize the most glorious, supernatural provision that you have ever seen. Now Jabez called on God, on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my border and that your hand might be with me and that you would keep me from harm, that it may not pain me. And God granted him what he requested. First Chronicles four, verse 10. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, no ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined. What God has prepared for those who love him. 1 Corinthians 2, nine. I heard the Lord whisper again. Many have learnt that Stuart, the process of contending, but now in momentous, monumentous shift, that is taking place, my people will need to engage my heart on a deeper lever, deeper level to learn my wisdom and how to steward increase abundance, greater favor, and provision for the extension of my kingdom and to see the harvest come. I am going to build in ways that has never been seen in 5780. But the building must be stewarded by moving in radical obedience. And I will add right here, radical obedience is what breaks down a lot of walls that keep you from doing and being in the presence of God and having all of these promises come upon you. Radical obedience. Now, What does that look like? That looks like, oh, I heard you say, buy that guy dinner. Okay, buy that guy dinner. Not a big deal. I heard you say, give this to this ministry. Give this radical obedience. Radical obedience. Okay. Moving in radical obedience and embracing my wisdom. There has never been a time for many in the body of Christ that they need to hear or know my wisdom than they will in 5780 and beyond. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given to him. James one five. I hear these words. 414 like you have never seen when I asked the Lord what he was saying I heard these words Esther 414 for if you remain silent at this time liberation and rescue will arise for the Jews from another place and you and your father's house will perish since you did not help when you had the chance And who knows whether you have attained royalty for such a time as this and for this very purpose. In this acceleration of alignment that will take place, there will be greater doors of favor that are going to open up to the body of Christ in their destiny to see the kingdom of God extended. The Lord showed me these opportunities opening up in different ways, and when they do, Step in. Do not allow fear or fear of man to stop you from stepping up and stepping out. For the Lord is going to fill the mouths of his saints with his word like never before in 5780 and beyond. And in many occasions, it's going to require bold faith to speak. What the Lord is speaking and taking a stand for righteousness, for kingdom values, and his word like never before. A mighty wave of his justice is going to sweep into the body of Christ and through the body of Christ in 5780 and beyond. And he is looking for a people. He is looking for a people who will stand and prophetic acts into the nation let me make sure that I did that. right. Oh, he is looking for a people who will stand and speak and trust him to fill their mouths when the doors and opportunities come for the wisdom of God will fill the mouths of his people in their obedience and surrender to what he is asking them to do the obedience of God's people to speak and decree what he is saying and his word in 5780 is going to see the power of God bring some of the biggest shifts, deliverances, outpourings, and realignments we have ever seen. You will also declare a thing and it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. I heard him say, all of heaven will back you in your obedience. There will be a greater battle for nations in 5780. Intercede and decree. I heard the words, there will be a greater battle for nations in 5780. Intercede and decree. The wave of travail for nations is going to increase significantly in 5780. The weightiness of his heart for nations and urgency to be only speaking his word over nations will increase. God will be opening greater revelations of what's written in the books of heaven over nations and strategies for how to pray. And major increases in intercessory assignments and prophetic acts into nations will take place to see the ground broken up. But I hear the Lord say, Don't be alarmed by the trembling and shaking of the nations in 5780. Intercede and release what I am speaking to see my hand prepare the way for the great birthing to take place. The ground may tremble in opposition, but I have decreed the new era of my glory being seen. Habakkuk 2.14. I then begin to see the waves of the fear of God crashing into church and flooding into the nations as the people prayed. God has been preparing his people for this crossover into 5780 for a long time. And then she says, can I encourage you to be intentional in your positioning to listen and receive what the Lord wants to show you Released to you and his hand to align in your life as we move into 5780. With your surrender and obedience, greater encounters with Jesus and knowing him and his ways await you. Great joy awaits, great manifestation and activation of your destiny await you. Greater realms of wisdom and revelation await you, Jeremiah 33 3. But it requires your response. It requires your surrender, it requires your obedience, and it requires you to positioning your heart before him. Fifty-seven, a year to learn of and proclaim my ways in unprecedented ways. <clears throat> God is so good. We have got to be obedient in this season. Because our obedience to the Lord, our fear of the Lord, our understanding that we walk in his righteousness for his name's sake is what is going to bring about the alignment. You have got to be obedient to what he is telling you to do. What he tells you to do is different than what he tells me to do. And we cannot hold any judgment. We are to love people. Love, love, love. Love never makes another person mad. Love causes you to do the things that Christ would have you to do. It is for my love for him that I choose to be obedient in everything he says. And I have way more notes than I have time and I've already gone over. So, I I would like to take just a few minutes because I do want to pray for businesses tonight. Since these finances are coming in, they've got to go into the right hands. They've got to do the right things. Because the purpose of all of these finances is to enhance the kingdom of God. It is not to build big houses. It is not to have gigantic cars. It is not to have a garage full of stuff that you don't know what to do with. It is to enhance the kingdom of God. One of the things in being obedient that we have to learn when it comes to money, and I am not a person to talk about money, but I will say this, the more generous you are with what God has given you to steward, the more he- He will release to you. That is one of the keys to the kingdom is being generous. Uh, My husband and I started many, many years ago um, tipping waitresses 20%. Now we have gotten to the point where we usually tip them almost 50% of whatever our bill is. And then Todd White had to up me one. He gives 100% of what his bill is. Why does he do that? Because he asked waitresses how were they treated on Sundays. Bill Johnson did the same thing. He went and he had people go into the restaurants in their area for the after church people. And they told him, and they told Todd White the same thing. Sundays is the worst day for tipping from the church people. Let that not be said of this church. When we go into a restaurant, we choose, hubby and I, to tip big. Be generous. When God says give, give. And if you don't got it and he tells you to give it, know that you're going to get it. And you better be able to give it. That's the key. So, Father, right now we say thank you for this word that you have put forth tonight. We thank you that it did not fall on bad ground or cement. It fell on fallow ground. It fell on soft ground. Thank you for the seeds that were sown tonight, Lord. And thank you that they sprout up and they produce a hundredfold. They produce everything that you want them to produce, Lord. Father, we thank you for businesses tonight. We thank you for increase in all the businesses, Father, that are represented here in this church. And we thank you for increase. And we thank you, Father, that as that increase comes in, we thank you that this church is debt-free, Because this church gets its money from a lot of the businesses that are represented in this church. So, Father, we thank you for tithes. We thank you, Father, for just putting on the hearts of people to give what they can give. And, Father, we thank you that you give multiplications to all of us all of us that we can give into the kingdom because we are about doing kingdom business in this day and age. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for being a part of today's Faith Communications broadcast of Erie Christian Fellowship Church. If you do not currently have a church home, you are invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Erie Christian Fellowship is located at 5900 Saratania Road, directly across from the Walnut Creek Middle School. You'll find us on the web at www.ecfchurch.org where you may sign up to receive our monthly faith communications newsletter. Again, thanks for joining us today. And always remember 2 Corinthians 5-7 that declares, For we walk by faith, not by sight.